going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Behind the Mic. And today I'm here with a special guest. Mind introducing yourself? Yes, my name is Alfonso Aguirre. All right. So for those who haven't seen your Just Talk of Gabe interview or heard it, tell us about yourself. Um, well, I am an actor and uh, I'm based in Houston, represented in L.A. And uh, I've done uh, some television, some commercials and uh, some short films. And uh, currently I am a teacher at Page Park Center of Modeling and Acting uh, here in Houston. And I also teach online and I have students in uh, Georgia and New Mexico, California, Arizona and other states. Right. So you do all of this, but how did you get started in the entertainment industry? Um, well, you know, ever since I was a kid, I always liked performing. I, I was always a very musical kid. I played guitar. So I was in several bands. Uh, some of them were pretty terrible, <laughs> but eventually got better. And uh, and I always liked performing. Uh, I always liked teaching. So I was always good speaking in front of an audience. And uh, I think those were good grounds for me to later on go into acting and being able to perform in front of an audience, like, like I was saying. So uh, I did theater when I was in high school. Um, it wasn't really something that I was seeking at the time. I wanted to be like the Mexican Kurt Cobain. I think I mentioned this last yeah, time. Yeah, you did in the podcast. We, we talked. Yeah. Um, and... Um, but then later on in life, uh, when I decided to go back into the art um, of acting, um, I just decided to jump in, you know, jump with both feet. And uh, and it's been a great, a great experience so far. Right. Now, you were on the show a while ago. So what have you been up to since then? Right. I did. Um, we filmed Better Call Saul in uh, 2021. And the episode that I'm in is episode uh, 609. Um, it aired almost exactly a year ago on AMC. And now that I guess uh, it the, the whole thing with the rights and everything has changed, now it's on Netflix. Um, so that's exciting now to be able to show it. Uh, since then, uh, I've been, uh, I did a soap opera called Recuerdos de Mi Abuelo, which is called Memories of My Grandfather in Spanish. We act, it's actually something that we shot in English and in Spanish. And uh, it was really interesting. It was really cool to, to get to perform the same scene in two languages, you know, different takes in two languages. Sometimes it was, it was funny because sometimes for bilingual people, for bilingual actors, that can be challenging sometimes because you're thinking in English right. and then you're thinking in Spanish. And then you're kind of like, okay, wait a minute. What are we recording right now? Is it English? Right. Wait, wait, wait. What version is this? <laughs> So it could be confusing, right. um, but uh, it was pretty interesting. It was fun. And uh, it was actually a project that I'm really proud of. It was something that we did with the University of Houston. And they're, they're actually using this uh, to try to get the uh, Hispanic community in Houston to get checked uh, checkups to check their health. Right. and see if they are prone to Alzheimer's disease, which is the, the main topic of the show right that is very important yeah definitely so i do want to talk about better call Saul for a bit what was it like being on the set of such like a celebrated tv series that you know everyone was watching it was it was a great experience um well i mean i got to i i love this show and when i was able to um when i knew that i booked it and i knew that i was going to do a scene with Giancarlo Esposito 
uh, I freaked out. My, <laughs> yeah. yeah, my wife uh, loves him. She had a crush on him growing up and uh, she had watched all of his films. And when I told her, I'm like, hey, we signed an NDA. I can't say anything yet. Uh, and she was like so excited. I, you know, maybe I shouldn't have told her, but I did. Right. And, you her anyway. So she was like, wow, my husband and my uh, crush on the same scene. <laughs> it was kind of funny. Um, and it was really, truly an honor to meet him and work with him. He gave me a lot of advice. Um, I got to spend, you know, we were 12 hours on set for the scene that we did. And, uh, and during our breaks, he was always very kind with his time. And I asked for some advice and, you know, he was, he was contrary to his character, um, Gus Fring, who is like ruthless and evil, right? He's actually the sweetest guy. So it was a great experience. Uh, that's pretty cool. Definitely. Yeah. So of all your projects, which would you say is your favorite? Well, um, obviously, Better Call Saul was a really good one because of the magnitude of the show. I mean, just to be considered for it. I auditioned for it four times for four different characters. Wow. And every time you have an audition, um, you know, they're considering for this, for, for a certain character. And even if you don't get it, when they call you again, that means they liked something, right? They like you, right? So they want to see you again. So the fact that they kept calling me was very special. I was like, oh my gosh, I, even if I don't book it, I'm just excited to be considered, right? right. And, uh, but I would say uh, my favorite, a Better Call Saul is going to be always in my heart, but um, my favorite was that soap opera that I was saying, uh, mm -hmm. I got to actually do something for the community. I got to do something in which art is actually benefiting a group of people and just trying to encourage people to to um, get their health better or get it in check and see what they can do so they can better their lives you know I think that's that's the work that that um, that has a meaning you know, right. because it actually does something for the community for society better call Saul is a very popular show it's a great story uh, but um, this this little soap opera that we that we made was just, just something that I feel helps people, and for me that's 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 a big thing. Right, right. Now speaking of helping people, you also mentioned earlier that you were an acting coach. So I hate to put you on the spot, but I'm gonna ask this anyway. Like, what is your teaching style? Are you like strict? Are you laid back? Like, what do you do? <laughs> that's a great question. Um, it depends on the student. Right. If it's uh, if it's definitely if it's a beginner student or if it's a, you know, if they're young students, obviously, you always try to always be encouraging. And yeah. it, it's always have to be encouraging. It always has to be encouraging because, you know, actors are always nervous. They always want to be they want to be perfect. And I always tell them you can't be perfect because people aren't perfect. And when we're actors, we're trying to emulate what people do and people are not perfect so you're not supposed to be perfect right there's so much pressure that we put on ourselves as actors that is not needed and it just makes things worse right so i always try to keep a positive environment i always try to make sure that i'm encouraging but obviously if i have a student that has a lot more training they're a little bit more advanced i will push them uh but 
again, always in a positive environment. I was like, okay, I'll ask questions. Okay, what could you have done better? Okay, let's let's try to find out more about this character. Um, why do you think he says that line? Or why do you think she says that line? What do you think that means, right? Um, and we always, you know, when you do acting lessons, um, something very basic is trying to find out as much as you can about your character. And they don't always give you all the information, right? So you have to fill in the blanks, right? So then I like to go into, okay, so what would make you say this if you were this person? What would make you do this if you were this person? Um, and just try to connect the dots, you know? So I would say my style is encouraging, very exploratory. Um, I don't like to label it uh, a certain style. Um, it, I think it's a mixture of many things. Um, but uh, for me, my my main goal is always, okay, does it look real? Does it look like, is it realistic? Can I believe this person when they say that their father has Alzheimer's and it's affecting, you know, their life? Uh, can I believe that, uh, you know, uh, this person is having an issue with his wife, right? Can I believe that uh, my child has been lost or abducted, you know? If if I can believe the scene, I don't really care what the technique is called. You know what I mean? Right, yeah, that's definitely because if it's not believable, then you know, you only do so much. So that's exactly. a good goal to have. Yeah, exactly. Right now, you started out as a musician, so yes. what was your favorite part of that, and how would you say that that like influenced your acting later on? Well, I mean, I always liked uh, to play guitar. And I used to be lead singer in a band. And in a way, it was connected because we, you know, we had a music video. We always thought about stories. How could we tell the story of the song in a, you know, three-minute video? Yeah. And so in a way that it's, it's connected. Okay, how can we tell this story? Oh, okay, maybe this is this couple. They have this conflict. Um, maybe they can't talk to each other. Maybe they, they think they can talk to each other. And then how do you convey that? And how do you put that? Uh, on, a, on a music video when maybe the words are not exactly connected to what you're seeing, but in a way that the message is clear. Right. Because right? if it's a music video, you can't really hear people talking. All you see is just, they're just, uh, their um, facial expressions, their body language, right? You can't really, really hear what they're saying. You're listening to the song, right? But how do we make it in a way that the, the message is clear even if you can't hear what they're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. So I think, yeah, so, yeah, so I think that, you know, music and, um, and acting are very connected. All the arts are very connected. Um, I think um, my music was always about, when I wrote my music, it was stuff that I went through, things that I felt. If I broke up with a girlfriend, if I had an issue with my parents or, uh, whatever it was, I I didn't write just for for sake of writing anything. It was I was writing because it was something I felt, something that happened to me. If that makes sense. Yeah, it makes and sense. And so, so I think it's the same thing with acting. You have to use your real emotions. If if you get a script, if I get a script and I'm supposed to be, I don't know, a serial killer, right? Um, it's very easy for me to judge the character because I know that killing is bad. Right. But but in the mind of a serial killer, whatever they're doing makes sense, right? Or whatever they're, they're thinking makes sense to them, 
even if to the rest of us it doesn't right right so i would try to find okay what would make sense why would i say this why would i do this why would a person do this again there's there's always the, the finding the motivation finding the reason why people say what they say and do what they do right this actually leads into my next question if you could write any story like direct it produce it all that what would it be about um i think uh i've actually written a couple of short films right. that are on my that they're resting on one of my drawers uh, on my desk um but uh, I've written comedy. I've written uh, written some detective stuff. I've written um, drama, and um, they're all different. Um, I think what I like most about any story is um, the way that all the characters are interconnected, how they interact. Um, a cinematographer will care about the film looking beautiful, the colors looking beautiful, the shots looking beautiful, right? As a writer, you, what you care about is that, that the story is important. If you don't have a story, then if the story is not strong, then the film is going to fail, even if it's beautifully shot, right? Right. Um, I'm not sure when I'm going to make my next writing assignment, but um, I like discovering things if if you would if you would like you have written monologues for example and um and i like the fact that sometimes the idea can start in one way and then finish in a very different way or you start discovering things along the way right i think that that's definitely the funnest part about writing in general i'd say now yeah. as actors we travel a lot for work but if you could go anywhere in the world, where would it be? That's a good question. Um, if I could live anywhere in the world, I actually, I like living here. Um, I think I would like to live more in a, in a more rural Texas area. Um, I like Austin. I like Houston. But maybe uh, places a little bit more out of, you know, the, the city. Uh, you know, and just where life is a little bit slower, <laughs> you know, yeah. every, we're always rushing. We're always, um, I just came back from Mexico being there a couple of, uh, I was there for a week visiting family and I was so surprised how slow things were for me while I was there. And the first couple of days I felt guilty. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm not being productive. How, how can I be getting up at eight in the morning when, when I'm in the States, I'm, already up at six you know right um i think we're um conditioned to always be productive and always be doing things and always try to be busy and when we're busy time goes fast but we're also not we're also taking grant taking that for granted taking taking that time for granted you know, i'm busy 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 doing everything oh my gosh it's friday again Oh my gosh, it's Monday again. And where did time go? When that happens, it's like, okay, well, all this time happened and you didn't get to enjoy it. Right. So I think I would like if I if I were to move somewhere else, it would be a quieter place, a place where it's more calm, maybe in front of a lake, <laughs> something, something more relaxing. I can get behind that, definitely. Yeah. So what is your favorite food of all time? 
my favorite food of all time um i'm gonna have with i'm gonna have to go with mexican mexican food okay yeah that's 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 where i grew up that's where i was born and raised and when i moved to the states even though i live in texas and there are some good mexican food places it's not the same right not the same okay. i love tacos so just any yeah. kind of tacos, doesn't matter where it's from i'll eat it yeah. <laughs> yeah i was just there in mexico and i was like oh my gosh it's not the same i'll keep saying it is not the same but there are some good places here um and i used to live in laredo texas which is right on the border mm -hmm. and th that place had a lot of good you know hole in the wall kind of restaurants that were really good all right i'll definitely check them out one day yeah mm -hmm. shout out to 956 <laughs> my final question what's next for you Next for me, uh, I've been auditioning for a couple of uh, SAG projects, uh, a couple of SAG films. Um, it's a it's a um, a very pleasant surprise to see that there have been more film projects uh, here in Houston, and there's SAG projects with bigger budgets, and um, that's exciting. It's exciting to see that those kinds of projects are coming to Texas. Um, because it's traditionally, you have to go to New Mexico, you have to go to LA, you have to go to Louisiana for, for a film. And uh, there's been a small influx of things coming over here, so that's great. I've had a couple of auditions for stuff like that. I've auditioned for a couple of um, guest star roles on TV in New Mexico, crossing our fingers, and, uh, and you know, commercials and smaller projects as well. So we just, Keep working, keep trying, keep auditioning, and keep the faith. Right. Well, good luck with everything. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much for your time, Gabe, and thanks again for the invitation. As always, great talking to you. Great talking with you as well. I just can't stop thinking about my dad keeping our family afloat. Tu abuelo es un hombre muy fuerte. ¿Estás seguro que solo tuvo un mal día? Mamá dijo que lo lleváramos. David, esto es cosa de adultos, okay? Don't apologize. You brought me to this country so we could fight for a better life. And that's what we're gonna do. Fight together. I love you, Dad. Nobody's getting kicked off the team. Apologies accepted. It's all right. Right, Mike? I guess. But boys promise to never do something like this again. In other news, the real estate mogul Henry Peterson is now facing charges for having allegedly drugged and assaulted Miss Rudy Lee. This is John Rodriguez reporting live downtown.